How's it going, everybody? It's Evan here with Josh on Life is Funny podcast. Not in person, um, you know, this no. time. Back to the old the old grind, the old norm. Very few yep. in-person podcasts overall. They're, you know, sprinkled in I little think treats. less than five. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot. So, and one of them yeah. has, you know, more than just us on there, so. That's true. It might be more than five, actually. It, it's, it may be somewhere between five and ten, because I can think of four off the top of my head and there's got to be at least hmm. one or two others yeah i mean i can if i like i'm not thinking too hard i can only really remember like three or four and like a couple okay. were in bloomington and then like the one yeah. that we just did like I, i'm sure that's what i was gonna others, say like bloomington la oh i um, forgot about we LA. did one yep. when you came to portage and then like this past weekend like there's four yeah so, so I'm so sure like, there's got to be one or two other. Yeah, ones it's but it's probably theory. it's probably under ten, which is you know, uh, in the in the grand scheme of the podcast, that's less than a less than ten percent, right? Yeah. So yeah. almost almost like five percent at this point. We're getting that close still to feels 200. like a pretty high. I was gonna say that still feels like a pretty high number considering like. I don't feel like we ever record in person. <laughs> True. I mean, we don't. Yeah, and I guess that <laughs> there are more. Uh, well, no, maybe I'm wrong. I, I was going to say there are more in-person podcasts than sports bag podcasts, but I don't remember how many of those we did. Yeah. So. I'm not sure either. I also, like, I think that because we've recorded virtually so many times, like, we have a, a better flow almost, like, virtually, which oh, is, yeah. like, strange. But, like, it's it just, like, it's so different when we do it in person. And, like, when we record like virtually like i'm not always looking at the screen and looking at you or like looking at the camera like i don't know 60 percent of the time i'm probably looking like right over my camera outside the window like thinking about what i'm saying or like thinking about what you're saying and then like it's in person it's like well it feels awkward to just like look out the window <laughs> over your shoulder <laughs> yeah that was so i like i agree and disagree in the sense where i think like the flow i don't know like I, the flow is more like a conversation when you know when you're with someone but also yes. less in yeah. the sense where like it's harder to like talk over someone you know when you're recording yeah. or when you're talking like in person um yeah I or, agree with that. you know like like that like we just had like you were saying i agree while i was saying something where like i'm like watching you talk is like part yeah. of the process in person which is weird but yeah i do think that when we were like last week's podcast the most awkward thing was like where do i look you know, because typically <laughs> exactly. on Zoom, I, I look at myself more often than not. I'll sometimes okay. look at you, but a lot of times yeah. I'm looking at me just because that's... I should be uh, looking at me more often. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess I, I sort of split 50-50, and it's like we're right next to each other. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, hopefully people enjoyed it and thought that we had a good flow. Um, I did yeah. hear some some solid feedback on some of our Fact of the Week stuff. Uh, there like you go. The, the, I heard two different people talk about the potato fact of the week and how exciting hey, that was so. that's a good one yeah did you make potatoes this past weekend like um i know you went camping so you're gonna have to tell me about how that went mm -hmm. but the reason i asked about the potatoes is like we always did uh like these things called hobo dinners mm -hmm. which i don't know if you've ever done those but it was like you cut up a bunch of different like random veggies and some meat and they threw it in like aluminum foil and just tossed it in the fire and it cooked itself yeah, well, the so, fire cooked it, but right. <laughs> I have done those before. Um, one, we kind of did that for one food, but like not really. So like when we went camping, yeah. So a, we went camping, but it's definitely yes. glamping. 
so like we stayed in a cabin that was like very recently refurbished according to the website and like you could tell like, you it, it was like a hotel room in the woods is what a lot like would that be considered camping or would that just yeah. be considered like a trip that you went on with friends and stayed in a cabin depends on what you want to call it i'll call it glamping that's what i'm asking because like i was gonna say like that's what i'm asking yeah because i like i would say it is more camping than a lot of people do but also yes, way less camping than that. what i've done but also like very yeah. few other people that i know these days really do like the camping that i used to in boy scouts like yeah you know like Tent i asked, camping it's yeah because like they own a camper or something if they're camping which is yeah. no different than mm-hmm. the uh than the cabin except for it's on wheels and you can move it around yeah like i because I, I would say that like i think last year leah and rachel went on a like a camping trip where they legit stayed in a tent i have not yeah. slept like in a tent in in years at this point like it, it mostly because I. I really don't enjoy <laughs> i don't enjoy it like it's no fun for me um yeah. but like i know like i have a few other friends that took like a camping trip like a two-day thing for like uh, just like a to the Appalachian trail or something like that. That's what I was trying to think of. And it was like very quick and like, okay, like they're staying in tents and backpacking and like you carry in what you have and you, you know, if you don't have it, you don't need it. (laughs) Or or like if you can't carry it. So yes, it's, there's a wide spectrum of camping because there's a lot of people that haven't even, you know, spent the night in the woods, which is, if that's the definition of camping, that's what I did. We also cooked using the fire for most of our meals. I, I think so. that's a an important <laughs> factor in camping, fire cooking. Like, I do agree. That, like it would have like felt... if you're cooking in the oven the whole time, I'm probably mm-hmm. saying it's not camping. Yeah. Or the microwave, or like ordering yeah. in, or so you know, like if you <laughs> exactly. if you can get a pizza delivered, <laughs> Uber eats. yeah, <laughs> I I would agree. So I would say Your that Taco it was, Bell's here, sir. Yeah, it was more camping than not camping uh, overall. I would say because we did. So okay. you mentioned yeah. like how how we cooked. Um, our our go to meals were. Like our, our mains, if you will, like our main courses, yep. we had like hot dogs to roast over the fire. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Real good. And then like pudgy pies, which uh, do you have, have you ever used like a pudgy, a pudgy pie, pie iron? Yes, I have. Yep. Yes, I have. <laughs> but it's been a minute and it's making my mouth salivate. Yeah. So you can put uh, just about anything you want in there. But basically there's, there are these little cast iron like things that are the size of a sandwich and you put like a loaf of bread, a loaf of bread, and then whatever you want uh, in between the loaves of bread. Of bread. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaf, slice of bread, slice of bread. They're not that big. Um, they're like, whatever you want. <laughs> they're like uh, uncrustables, but cooked over the fire. Yep. And like, depending on what ones you have. So like Leah brought one that like literally like sealed the edges and cut the edges off. Yeah. It made it very much like an uncrustable. Those are um, the ones I've had. Yeah. So we did a couple different ones of those. We brought like, like, uh, pizza sauce, pepperoni, and mozzarella cheese to do like pizza pudgy pies. Um, yes. I also made a dessert pudgy pie good. that was a peanut butter yep. and banana. Uh, Rachel and Leah made banana boats, which have you ever done those? In a pudgy pie or just no, like... no, no. Just I'm I'm moving. So that was it for the pudgy pie. Oh, okay, that, like, so, like, <laughs> okay. pudgy On pie, comma banana boat. I would assume, I don't know that I've done a banana boat, but I would assume it involves slicing a banana like in half hot dog style mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe it <laughs> and like putting stuff in it like ice cream and stuff kind of like a banana split but i could Pre- be wrong i have pretty no idea. much but if, like an extra step or two that's really important so basically you cut the banana like you said like uh, long ways <laughs> if you will <laughs> like not you know you're not cutting two halves of the banana you're making a big <laughs> slit down the middle and but yeah. you're leaving it in the peel so you're cutting like in the peel and then oh. you're stuffing marshmallows and chocolate chips and whatever you want Never in there, this. wrapping it in tin foil, 
and then letting that all cook. So in the middle, like you get sort of like a banana peel filled with like mushy banana, marshmallow, like, or maybe not mushy. It depends on how long you leave it, but banana, marshmallow, mushy, chocolate chips. Like. Yeah. So it's like a little banana. Like it sounds good. You know, I think I could get on board with that. Yeah, they're tasty, but I also like hadn't done, I think I've done one of those ever. Like apparently yeah. it was a big no. thing for Girl Scouts, but <laughs> never done that. No, yeah. I thought I maybe had when you were like, when you said the name of it, but when you described mm -hmm. it, nope, never yep. heard of it. But <laughs> We're going to be up north all next week. There's a fire pit. Yeah. I might you, have to bring that idea up because hey, they're pretty tasty. They're really easy. And then if you do do like, you know, hobo dinner or whatever, Leah made, she she brought a an entire squash that someone gave her, like a, you know, foot long, like big yellow squash yep. to camping. Not on our menu. It surprised all of us. It was funny. Um, weren't sure. It, <laughs> kind of like we were, a baguette might be surprising. Right. Exactly. <laughs> As if you were <laughs> planning on hanging out with someone and not planning on eating a baguette and someone said, oh, let me just, uh, you know, fly solo and go rogue and buy exactly. myself a baguette. And hey, exactly. both decisions, both to buy a baguette like you did a couple weekends ago <laughs> and Leah's decision to bring a whole squash turned out great. So we made half of go. it for breakfast. We did it like we cooked like little Bob Evans like sausages um, mm -hmm. and then Tasty. pancakes on a skillet. So we did that and then like cooked. Not, I, you're, you're just like talking about food now. And yeah. I, like you're talking about food <laughs> I haven't had in a while. Pancakes being one of those. And I'm like, I need Pan pancakes. <laughs> pancakes are so easy. Like I, I don't do a lot of pancakes or like waffles, mostly cause I'm not like a big breakfast person. So I'm the same way in the sense where it's like, oh man, all this stuff is great. I just like, don't eat it. Um, same. so now I, I have half a thing, a pancake mix that, I need to at some point either turn into pancakes or Breakfast waffles. Breakfast for or, dinner, I'm telling you. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's not that's something I don't do. It might not be a bad option, especially as. Oh, well, I don't like breakfast, not a breakfast for breakfast, guy. but I yeah. like it for dinner more frequently. Mm, see, I'll have to try that out. Um, yeah, so and I can add squash to it because it turns out the squash, especially cooked in like the sausage grease, was a pretty yeah. good breakfast item, and everything hmm. was circular, which was I don't know if that's like, uh, like an important meal thing. I feel like like shapes and geometry are really important for like super high level cooking. And I don't Probably. know <laughs> I, what I don't know is if everything is supposed to look the same or if they should have all been different shapes. So the sausage was, I, circular. I would assume you would want some like variation. Uh, you would, you would think, or, or the exact opposite. Or not. Yeah. yeah I, don't I mean, like <laughs> you might see the beauty of the symmetry yeah. and like that, that could tell its own story through mm -hmm. that meal. Yeah. I mean, like if you watch the movie Ratatouille, the ratatouille dish itself is just a bunch of little circular veggies. Like, you know, they didn't yeah. have square, like it wasn't a cookie cutter that they were putting on mm -hmm. there. So, yeah. So we had circular pancakes, circular sausage, circular squash, all turned out really good. Then Leah made the other half of the squash later that day in like a, you know, like tin foil on the fire. All turned out really good. Um, we did bring like. You call it tin foil, right? Yeah, typically tin foil. Because I call it aluminum Not aluminum foil. foil. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did it know. used to, because I've heard tin foil and I probably called it tin foil myself before, but did it used to be made of tin? That's true. I, like tin and aluminum are different things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So like, right? I, don't, yeah. I don't think that tin's not made of aluminum. Like tin is its own thing, right? But like, what about a tin can? But it's still just an <laughs> aluminum can, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. It must have used to have been tin and like, isn't anymore. 
you can never this... hear anybody talk about like this is made of tin. That's true. You? Like no, I feel like an old like tin cap or something is like a very like olden days thing. I don't know. You Google it, and I'll quickly finish our like food talk. Yeah. Um, so th- some of the other food that we brought was more like like we brought potato salad to keep in the fridge and like ice cream sandwiches and like stuff that you maybe wouldn't have normally when yeah. you camp. Um, you know, a couple drinks here and there, and yeah, it's fun stuff. But tin and aluminum are different. Hmm. But does it say like tin. when did to, did tin take over aluminum? Like in terms of like if uh, I'm trying to think what else I don't know like what something used to be something. Does <laughs> that makes any sense? Like <laughs> oh yeah, like all our tires used to be made out of stone, but then they became rubber. But we still call them stonies. <laughs> but like I <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tin was first replaced by aluminum in 1910. Huh, hmm. 1910. 19 <laughs> <laughs> When the first aluminum rolling plant was created. Uh, So there you go. There you go. So apparently somehow tin has really found a way to hold on in in the vernacular for a while. It's like, yeah, I mean, like it shouldn't be. I did not use any tin foil or a tin can. I used aluminum cans and an aluminum But those are totally normal things to say. Like a large percentage of the population calls them that. I guess I've probably called them that. (laughs) See, the hard part too, though, is like you ask me which one I usually say. And I think I say tinfoil in the sense that in this conversation, I said tinfoil. So like that must be what I'm going with. But like people ask me like we had this over the weekend while camping. It was one of our like it was Clarissa's first time seeing fireflies. Like she's from Texas. Ever? Apparently, or like in mass, maybe like like where you can look out, you know, to your left while yeah, you're sitting nuts. by the fire and see. It. Yeah, me too. I guess, such like, a but normal, maybe it's not. Yeah, I was it's gonna such say, a like, normal thing for me. <laughs> same. So it was really weird because then I, I think Leah said like, "Oh, do you say uh, lightning bugs or fireflies?" I'm like, "I don't Good know." Question. Now that you've asked it, yeah, I couldn't tell right. you. Right, I could not like catch both, me later. When yeah, I both say sound it. exactly right and both are right and like oh, I guess yeah. You know, Tinfoil and aluminum, the the rightness, if you will, can be questioned. But anyways, that was interesting. So, yeah, (laughs) that was some of the highlights of my camping stuff. I mean, we did play uh, disc golf again. So for my second time, but it it went really well. I mean, it was fun. It was kind of a more difficult course because it was like in the middle of the woods and like not as open as the nice other one that I had done. And because like I had only done it once and the three other like girls that I was with hadn't ever played it. And I didn't yep. have a disc golf set. We just used like old frisbees from my like I don't from my garage. Think those work the same. They work almost the same. I mean, really, disc golf discs. I would assume are, like they're lighter, and so they wouldn't like fly as well. Yeah, they are a little lighter, but like it was probably good because we had to retrieve a lot of them from the woods, especially early <laughs> early on, as people were getting used to throwing a frisbee. Um, so like I would, you know, I would throw. I always throw it, and it like takes a big old like curve. Yeah, like it never that's goes straight. That's to what go, you gotta. Like, so I know it would take me a minute. <laughs> yeah, so it was good because if you had a disc golf disc that was a little heavier and you made a bad throw, it might go extra far into the woods, and you know you might be down Any a point. disc. But plus, it was frisbees that if I like I haven't touched in years, and if <laughs> if they did get lost, oh well. Be okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. And then the other like fun kid thing that we did was we went to a place nearby called Young's Jersey Dairy. Which is like a heard of it recently. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on that. Sorry, that, that's that right. Dave yeah. Chappelle thing. I, I was just gonna I say, yeah, I I had totally forgotten about that. So we went over there because we had some free time before like uh, Clarissa's flight, and we played putt putt at Utters and Putters, 
Um, really, <laughs> really <batters>. exciting because <laughs> it's it is a it is a Jersey dairy in the sense that they're they're Jersey cows. Um, come back. Not, it's late. not in New Jersey. No, it's like, not to in. Be clear. Nope, not in New Jersey. Um, when I finish this and pass it off to you, if you will, I have a Jersey cow related fact of the week. Um, but anyways, the Young's Jersey nice. Dairy. It is like it's it's a dairy first. So it's like it's not anything big. It's like a family dairy. You can even see where the cows are. It's not like a you know. They're not whipping the cows and sucking them dry full of milk. I think they're pretty nice to the cows. They don't do um, whipped cream like Willy Wonka does. <laughs> yeah, n- not quite. They they have a bunch of products though for pretty cheap. So if you need like if you need your stuff, you know, use promo code Life Is Funny at Young's Jersey Dairy Checkout. They also <laughs> but do don't birthdays. Really. <laughs> they also have a TikTok. So th- it is. It's been like way modernized since the last time I was there. Um, but anyway, so we played putt putt. We got some ice cream. And then, like, we also did batting cages, which I have not swung sure. a baseball bat since, like, probably since I was, like, 10 or 12 or something like that. Yeah. Like, it, it's been, I don't like, even know sixth if I know grade. How. I would feel so awkward. I have, like, Rachel was really sore after doing it, and I have, like, weird muscles, like, in my wrist that were kind of sore <laughs> from, like, when I could make contact. And, yeah, it was yeah. it was a weird feeling, and I was not as good as I thought I was going to be because <laughs> baseball used to be, like, one of my, like, best sports and sure. when I've like watched Upper Iowa softball play, I've thought, oh man, I wonder like if we were facing a really <laughs> bad team. I'm like, if I had yeah. like that really big bat and like that really big ball and like slow, you know, it was just sort of how lofted can you over. Miss it? Yeah, I was like, how you know, could I like get a dinger every time? The answer is absolutely <laughs> not. So I have a newfound <laughs> a newfound appreciation for uh, you know softballer skills, and I was doing it in my Upper Iowa softball T-shirt. And I, I was oh, putting no. them to shame. Yeah. <laughs> or I was, I, was I guess, say, I the think opposite. That's like a, it's an interesting point. Like, I think it might be valuable for more broadly all sports fans, but even, like, specifically announcers to, like, even if they used to play that sport mm-hmm. back in the day, which is the case for a lot of announcers, like, you got to go do something, like, active in that sport once per year just to, like, keep your appreciation for the difficulty so that way you don't talk down about the players as much. Because I feel like oh, yeah. that is so frequent when it's like, mm-hmm. people, we couldn't do that. We couldn't right. do half as good as that. Well, no, that's, like, every single time that I'm watching a game and it's, like, an older like an older player. It can be a guy that's a Hall of Fame player. And he's like, oh, yeah, I could hit, you know, hit 500 and hit, you know, all these home yeah. runs. I could always get a hit or, like, Oh man, if Shaquille O'Neal's like, oh, I couldn't get stopped, you know, in the paint. It's mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, you know, like I bet the, you could. <laughs> yeah, the game is entirely different. So like, I yeah. think that is a great point, especially you know if like you're a scorer or something. It's like, oh man, you yeah. know that that should have been you know an, an easy thing. Or or if you're an announcer, it's like, oh well, you know, sucked it up again today. Didn't it's like yeah, this exactly. game's real hard. It's supposed like, take to a be deep so. breath. Yeah. So, but, anyways, yeah. Uh, keep that in mind because I I do have a topic that I want to talk about based off okay, that sure. idea of like, you know, things that maybe you used to do or be good at. But before yeah. then, did you do anything fun? Oh, hang on. Before we get too far You're away from young, it's a Jersey cow. Yeah. Jersey cow fact of the week. Um, did you know? I didn't know that Jersey cows make fattier milk than other cows. Hmm. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I also I didn't, didn't know, know that. Jersey cows, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, are like the brown ones. They're not like the like stereotypical the black like white black and white, you know, spotted cows. They are just like brown cows, and apparently they make fattier milk. The reason I know this, hmm. and I don't know if I'm... You went uh, over to one? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried it out. Milk. I was like, oh, that is some chunky <laughs> milk. <fatty>. Yeah. <laughs> it was like squirting cheese right out the can. Some cheese was. <laughs> no, I did not try any direct Jersey milk. The ice cream, though, was, uh, you know, real dairy ice cream. And that, that can mess you up if you're not careful. But <laughs> anyways, the way that I know, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, not say names slash business names to avoid any, you know, corporate spying but there was a, a a company that works in food that one of our friends works for, and oh, she I would, wonder which company yeah, and, that and is. So she was doing some of the accounting things for them, and they found that like after like the end of a month or something, they had a lot more money, and basically like a lot more money than they were supposed to. And they were like, "Well, this is really weird." And it was in like the dairy department, and they had someone sure. come in and like like tell them because they had a ton of leftover cream, which they all they did was like separate the milk that they were given or like brought in or bought and then all the cream they had they would sell because they didn't use it and they would use like the you know i don't know what's left after you take the cream out the milk i don't know how how dairy i couldn't tell you but anyways they had all this leftover cream and like all this money that they were making so they brought in a dairy expert to like tell them you know hey what's changed what's different what's up why do we have so much extra milk yeah and apparently it's because jersey cows make fattier milk that has more cream so huh so yeah, if you so need that's you know, the milk you want to buy. Yeah, if, if you're if, in that you're, business. if you're looking for some you know creamy chunky uh, whole whole milk you know or some full fat ranch. Oh, there's some <laughs> there good go. ranch at Young's. I don't know if they make their own, but oh, anyways, that's go. probably huh. you know if you haven't tuned out at this point, Josh. I'm curious to hear your yeah <laughs> your weekend. Well, nothing compared to your <laughs> your Jersey cow weekend. Um, <laughs> I I'm trying to even think what we did. Um, oh, got it. Took me a second there. We we went to Detroit to go mm-hmm. shopping because Lauren needed a dress for the wedding we're going to next week, and I was looking for um, a couple button down like short sleeve shirts to wear, sure. um, just like during summer and also when we go on our trip in August because it's supposed to be really hot when we're there. And so I was like, I need something that's like lightweight and like sometimes a t-shirt can feel like really heavy. And I was like, Oh yeah. Especially so I, if it I, gets sweaty, you know, like you just exactly. can't like unsweat, like you can't air out no. a sweaty t-shirt sometimes. Especially not if it's like a hundred degrees. So mm-hmm. picked up a few of those, like went to eat, did some uh, exploring around, tried like a good vegan bakery, I think hmm. it was. They didn't use real sugar either. They only used um, like maple syrup or honey to sweeten stuff, oh, which weird. I thought was okay. kind of cool. Huh. Um, I, and so they were definitely was, not using Jersey cow milk to, no, <laughs> to definitely not. Out. Definitely not. Um, I don't know what else we did. Wait, That's are honey bad, and maple but... syrup vegan? Like I thought the point of vegan was it, it wasn't supposed to be like an animal byproduct hmm. and honey but, definitely is, but, but thought, like maple syrup isn't, but I don't but know if I know what vegan is because it's a bug. Would vegans eat like a like an ant burger like you, you can make get like burgers they eat vegetables which like the harvesting of vegetables kills tons of bugs all the time hmm. i don't know yeah uh, vegans out there that are listening let me know if honey is yeah. vegan because yeah if, that's i weird. don't know the answer i, to that I thought question. that the, i'm gonna like, say yes but i don't know i thought the baseline definition of veganism or like being a vegan was not from animal byproducts but maybe i'm entirely wrong i i think you're right but then the distinction is a be a, an animal or not i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah I, know. I guess that's a good are insects animals that's maybe won't be the title of this podcast uh you know but it's a good question, it's a good question. Yeah. i think the title of the podcast because we need the answer might be 
is honey, is honey vegan? vegan? That's that's another good thing to you know think about. Should write these down, but <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, only other thing I can think of that we did was take Fitz to the dog park, and nice. he just he likes to go to the dog park. He prefers to be the only dog at the dog park because all he does is just like you let him in there and he just runs until he's mm-hmm. tired like doesn't <laughs> stop just like keeps running like that's laps really funny. around the place and then he gets tired and lays in the shade and then gets up when he's like not tired anymore and keeps running like yeah that's what he does there you i don't go. know it doesn't make any sense to me hmm. i mean it's i don't think i've ever had a dog like that like usually you know you might think oh this dog will play with others or like fetch or something but hey if he's running laps why not you know yeah he's Gotta much better the- <laughs> at fetch like in the backyard or in the apartment like mm-hmm. he'll bring the ball back to you but for whatever reason when you're at the dog park if you throw the ball he just goes and he runs and he gets it and he just hmm. keeps on running <laughs> that's kind of funny and also way easier for you it's like all right well yeah you know see you when you're, you're done <laughs> exactly like we'll be here we've got water <laughs> that's really funny but. i i've only ever been to a dog park one time and it was with like zoe so rachel's little wiener dog and yeah. like I didn't like it. it. It was it was awkward and weird because it was like Zoe was a little skittish, so there were dogs that would like either like play too rough or just come up to like sniff her and she would still be scared. Yeah. And like she did Dog make friends with like, like a bad another dachshund. Dogs. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff online this past week for some reason about like like pit bulls and like I saw, you know, a video of like a pit bull attacking like a cat and like then I saw some else someone else's video of like uh, you know, oh, my pit bulls the nicest thing ever and like you know, yeah. wouldn't hurt a fly. But, like, like if a dog attacked my dog at a dog park or, like, someone else's dog or, like... I, I told you Fitz got trucked once. Yeah, right. Like, I'm that pretty would sure be, that's what happened. Like that, and that was, like, a relatively uh, innocent injury, you know? like Yeah, he was just running and another dog ran into yeah. him is what I believe happened. Like, I don't think I'd trust other dog owners. Like, I would bring... <sighs> no, like, I wouldn't trust Fitz with other dogs. See? <laughs> okay, that's... <laughs> I like I would. It was mostly a joke. He's yeah. pretty good with other dogs. That's but good. at the same time, like I wouldn't trust him right now with other dogs. Your leg got a good idea. Yeah, of they're why gonna that be. They're gonna get get some unwanted advances um, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> but so no, that's he, part of why we yeah. only take him to the dog park when it's just him right mm-hmm. now. But like, and he was good when we were on our walk in the sense where like he would like bark and like like a hello bark like he wouldn't try to like attack the other dogs like because we, no, we ran he into wants a to go bunch play. yeah so that's one thing but like i would be worried like i didn't have a dog i had a very protective dog growing up that i would walk and like a lot of other dogs would like come at her or like if mm-hmm. you know like if someone would like come at me or like you know run towards me or something like maybe she would bark at them but like she was i don't know like I, not a dog that you would trust with just some like oh like let me run up and pet your dog because a lot yeah. of people do that and like oh yeah I don't know like dogs when we are were in like tough. Detroit this past weekend that that exact thing happened like thankfully like it happened a couple times where people just like pet him mm-hmm. that's fine I don't care like go ahead he's nice but the one time that I was thinking of it was really funny because there were these two little kids and like the little girl like ran up and as she started to pet him, she's like, can I pet your dog? Yeah. And I'm like, go for it. Uh-huh. That's fine. But let me step on his leash so yeah. he doesn't jump on you. Right. Knock you over. Been doing that recently. Mm-hmm. And like she discovered his beard and her little brother was there <laughs> and she's like, look, he's got a beard. And she like felt his beard and he had been just slobbering because it was hot out. Uh-huh. And so like, so he's all she, like, wet. Touched it, it was all wet. And she like touched it and she said, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, gross. Yeah. And then her brother <laughs> felt it, and he did the same thing, and they were, it was very funny. That's really silly, so, and that's like, I, I mean, pretty good case scenario, because yeah, I mean, they're, I don't know, like I, again, having not been like 
a dog owner for a while. I'll be interested to see see how that process goes. Maybe I'll never let anyone interact with my dog or like other dogs because it's a know? real issue. Yeah. Like you saw many times, like on a walk, dog owners like if you're walking your dog, they'll just like turn and mm-hmm. they'll just like cross the road yeah. to stay away. No, I that's every time I would do that with my dog. Like if I was walking her around the block, if I like if there was someone that I saw down the road or like a mail carrier, I would just cross to just avoid, you know, yeah. avoid the anything. Don't want that interaction. Yeah. Like, it, let's not deal with that. Yep. It was funny. One time I was doing that and like I crossed the street at a, a lady who was opening her garage door, like to come out and I crossed the street and she actually was like, no, no, no. Like I'm trying, I want to talk to you. And then it wound up, um, she said, oh yeah, I, I always see you walking your dog and I need someone to be my dog walker. And it turned into a great oh. relationship. And, you know, I made like made money walking her dog and met a new dog. Oh, nice. But I, you know, tried to cross the street as quick as I could. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Oh, the, only, the only other, like, uh, catch-up thing that I had was I finished the fifth Harry Potter book. And it Ooh. might be my favorite one so far. Uh, yeah. It, I, it's been very difficult for me not to pick up the sixth one, like, right away, though. Because, like, it's a big old cliffhanger yeah. at the end is what it felt like Hey, you're the only... <laughs> You are the only reason stopping you from doing just that. I know. I just so you don't better quick like pick I'm a really to small book. Out. <laughs> I, I already read one book, and like after I finished the fifth one, I was trying to read two books. Mm, so okay, I've got one or two more. Like, maybe I'll read three between because I'm really trying to drag it out. <laughs> like I, I've done a good job because I could have read them all in like a month or two probably because mm-hmm. like they're quick reads and they're so good. But I don't want to do that. Like I want it to be like an elongated experience where like it sticks with me a little more and like interesting i don't know yeah i don't it know seems like silly probably I, yes and no because yeah i am someone that you know really likes to like like i wouldn't want to use like uh, with a different thing but like with my gift cards for example like i like the idea of future gratification from something yeah. that i know that i like and like it's hard to find things that i like that much so to like yeah, yeah. run out of like it this you know especially yeah. like i there's very there's only two book series that i'm really into like mm-hmm. or that i have been really really into recently at least yeah so you don't want to like use it all up because that, that's really interesting like for uh, i wonder for someone like rachel who read those books as a kid mm-hmm. or you know i guess probably a lot of the people maybe a lot of the people listening who read those books at a younger probably. age unlike us you know maybe they either haven't read them or like like they've been able to take that love of harry potter like throughout the rest of, you know, their young adult life or adult life, you know, whatever it might be. And you and I like semi recently, you know, in our later years, later years, (laughs) in our more recent years, I guess I should say. (laughs) In my later years, (laughs) young, yeah, uh, technically these years have been my later years because right now later years as of today very like, technically right now i'm at the end of my life and now i am again and now i am again like I, exactly, each time yeah. you're at the, you know sure you're you're yeah. starting new i'm but, the furthest i've been yeah yep exactly so i <laughs> so in my later years now that i have read harry potter i can like take it with me but it, but it's weird like i don't know like to think that i could have just you know gotten gotten it out of the way first you know very early on and then had that fandom yeah. and like what it made me think of is kind of something that we talked about at um at young's where like we were playing or in the batting cages and everyone was like oh man like this was really hard like i talked about and like but yeah. also really really fun and something that was like oh we used to do this you know a bunch or like putt putt or mm-hmm. we you know other friends oh, were talking about other stuff this weekend too yeah that's what i forgot who won we found a place we were like we should have taken lauren won. i don't want to talk about it um, <laughs> 
<laughs> she had three hole in ones. It was ridiculous. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, but in none of which was she aiming for a hole in one. <laughs> that was the worst part about it. And I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, uh, but she did great. That's Second okay. I also had ever. a very, I had a very grumpy putt putting weekend. <laughs> like we played twice, and Rachel won both times, which was like great and surprising for her. I had a bunch of balls that like so perfect should have been a hole in one and like dinked off the hole. And then it turned into like four strokes because I, you know, yep. like I lost I it after that. I had at least two or three fours on that yeah. card. And I was like, that shouldn't be happening in putt putt, but it did uh, nonetheless. <laughs> but anyways, we were like, why didn't we take Evan here? We had never been there before. So we just ah. discovered it. That's well, why hey, next time I'll have to come. Yeah. Putt putting is yes. really fun, but it, like back to, you know, sort of those ideas, it was weird yeah. because we were talking about how there are very few things that like, like if you're, an adult and you're not good at something it's mm-hmm. hard to like get into that if that like oh because yeah. you have to yeah. find someone to like teach you teach like for you. example if i wanted to yeah. to take up baseball again like i would have a little bit of a background but like i would need you where know, are you gonna go learn right i'm not like where am i gonna learn or find people that are like of the same skill level or like even something that i've never done so clarissa was talking about finding a a gymnastics class for adults, like an introductory adult sure. gymnastics class. Yeah. And it was like, man, like that's so weird. Like if I wanted to play yeah. like any other sport not, for I the first. I it's weird. Like I think it's cool when people are trying to uh, Yeah, sorry. Weird like in the sense of like weird in terms of society. It's not weird that she joined it, but it's like it yeah. is an abnormal thing in the sense that like a lot of people's hobbies, like when you were talking about, uh, you know, searching for groups of people like yeah. like-minded people. Like you need someone that is also, you know, like you might not have a good time with a novice fly fisher or something like that. Or, no, you know? no, no, no. I'm the novice. <laughs> I, that was my example that I was going to say is like, I just started fly fishing like last year or the year before. And mm-hmm. like, I'm still absolutely horrible at it. And like, I, I went plenty of times like on my own or just like casting around like small lakes and stuff like that. Sure. But like the time where I learned the most and like, where I, I probably like doubled or tripled my knowledge and abilities was one eight hour day floating down a river with a guide telling me what to do and how to do it. Yeah. Like that helped so much. And like, but I had to pay for that. It wasn't something where right. I could like go find a group around mm-hmm. here and be like, okay, like, can I, can I join this? Like yeah. where there's all the time, like fly fishing camps for young kids. And I don't uh-huh. know if that costs money. I've never really looked into them because uh, I'm not a young <laughs> kid. So sure. Uh, <laughs> But, like, that's an easy example. And also, like, starting something at a a later age, like, you have to, like, I think it's really good for people our age and, like, anybody older than us or younger than us, but especially our age and older, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. to try a new hobby or something new and, like, be okay with being horrible at it. Yeah. Like, I think that's so good for your brain to, uh, like, I suck at this and I'm okay with it and I'm going to get better. Like, that's why I'm doing this. And, like, there's that time period where you suck at it, but you just have to put in the time. But, see, I I feel like that is the hard part of, you know, both personally and societally, right? Like, if you have already sort of been told that you're not good at something or, like, like maybe you tried, uh, you know, a sport or maybe, like, I used to play trombone and I was, like, okay at it, but, like a ton of people like I didn't keep up with it or like a a different language like things that maybe you tried and really hate as a a kid and like didn't keep up with to try again now on something that like like I feel like it'd be harder to 
try and get back into something that you used to do or like already yeah. have Especially it in your head that you don't you sucked like. At. Yeah. yeah. So like, like if I was for me, I would not get back into basketball. There's no chance. Play basketball in fifth grade. Not a good experience. Right, but fifth grade, Josh, you would assume. Uh, did you peak in middle school? Because that, in the way that I don't know, because in a I lot of ways, basketball wise, I may have already passed that. Peak. Right, in uh, a lot of ways, like sport wise, I I think I might have. You know, in middle school, like I don't know. But then again, like the physical peak of like males is, I believe, like right 33. now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it like is thirty three. Is like I think you're right, plus but, or minus depending but on the yes. person. Like we are and still like your brain you know, fully develops at 28 ish. Yeah. So we're, you know, approaching, but like at, at the end of our we're, lives, we're we'll get there. But, peak. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Everything's downhill after that. I know. But like, it is weird. I got to hit the gym. Right. There were a lot of things that are like, okay, like I was really good at this in middle school or elementary school or like yeah. whatever. But to think about getting back into, uh, so I think that's why it stuck out because a, we were talking about these, you know, like going back and doing these things that we used to do as yeah. kids. But then also like the the one of the only things semi recently and I know I've been like in a weird time in terms of my life and like with covid like it's been a weird time and like college is a weird time it's I guess both For not sure. and like it is to try new things like college undergrad itself is a great time to like try new things but then like I don't know like the point that I'm at not necessarily Anyways, when I played disc golf for the first time a few weeks ago, I really yeah. enjoyed it. And I was like, this is a new hobby that like I could see myself doing and being okay with like learning. Whereas like That's what I was gonna say is did you suck at it bad enough where it like pained you or were you like good enough where it was like I'm okay with the fact that I'm not great, but I played better than I thought I would, so I'm gonna pursue this. Like I guess my question trying to be much more concise than that is if you had gone out there and played absolutely horrible garbage trash would you still like have enjoyed it and tried to continue playing i i think probably not like if i was like oh i know i'm never gonna get this or like if i if i was like if i didn't know how to uh, throw a frisbee for example you know sure like that because that's a pretty big like i had never played disc golf it's a big hurdle across if you yeah if you don't know how for that sport right but i had like I know how to throw a frisbee, you know, decently. I'm no like I can't forehand it like a like a pro or anything like that. But I was like deep. Yeah, it's where you like flick it, you know, like like a tennis swing, can't you know, do forehand that. back no chance. Yeah, so I can I I'm pretty decent at throwing a frisbee. Ultimate I can only frisbee. Underhand a frisbee. Yeah, a backhand a frisbee. No underhand, like, like uh, under, a shot. Just like shovel it. Yeah, that's that's exactly. pretty hard to get that that kind of spin on it at that point. But I don't get a lot of distance, but yeah, just, just shovel it. Um, but yeah, so that was one where like I knew the basic part, I guess, and like was okay enough at it. Um, but yeah, I mean the the golf the ha the golf half of the disc golf, man, I like no, not for me. So for yeah. example, when I played golf for the first time, uh, like a year ago at this point, back in Fayette. It was real bad. I was solid at putting, but like, just I could not get any of like the like any distance on a drive or anything. Sure. And even when I'm at Top Golf, it's like, like I just I can't get it, and I don't know. It's like, very silly, like how much muscle memory is in that. Like, well, yeah, because the swing, I have like a baseball swing. Like when I was swinging in the batting cages, it felt like I knew how to swing a baseball bat, which like is yeah. important to sort of know that motion. I had a hard time like connecting, but like the swing on a golf swing is something that I was brand new at. And Very like, different. I, yeah. I, I don't think like you were saying and getting at with the question, I don't think I'm really interested in 
learning how to play golf. And I think part of it too, was I was playing with like two people that, you know, really knew how to play golf. Whereas sure. disc golf, I was playing with two friends that had played a couple of times. So like, yeah, even it makes and, a big difference. Yeah. And even this, like when we played it, like I was saying in the woods, three of the people playing had never played before. And it wasn't like I won not to toot my own horn, but like, it wasn't like I was waiting around and like I blew these guys out of the water. It was still like yeah. fun to do with like, you know, newer people and learn along the way. Like even if we were yeah. all bad or something at, at times. Well, and I think like that's the interesting like balance to it also is like with fly fishing. Like that's just the example I keep coming back to because that's the most recent like thing that I picked up that I had never done before. Like, when I was casting on my own, like it was good to kind of get a feel for it, but I never really felt like I was like getting the distance and stuff that I wanted. And like our guide, like picked up the rod a couple of times and was like, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah. And just like seeing how amazing he was at putting it exactly where he wanted, like in that circumstance, it didn't like hinder me. It Mm -hmm. helped me, like it helped me a lot. But like with other things, golf is like an easy example. If, if I were just starting to play golf and hadn't like never played before, I probably wouldn't want to go play with like a bunch of people who have played before. Number one, because golfers are, no- are notorious for like, Oh, you're doing it wrong. Do it this way. <laughs> like, and then they're saying stuff. You don't even know what that means. And like, Oh, keep your head down. Like, Oh, that's going to work. Right. Keep your um, eye on the ball. <laughs> like, you've, you've got a lot more going wrong than just keeping your head down, buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, but like <laughs> golfers are notorious for giving horrible advice, like to a, an, a novice golfer hmm, mm-hmm. so i think like golf would be one of those sports where it's like if i were playing it for the first time i would want to go out and play with people who also were playing like for around the first time like maybe they played five or ten times but like they hadn't been playing for like 10 years yeah but like i feel like that's the tough part of as an adult like finding like a group like that that is like for a bunch yeah. of beginners and i to make it make it more broad and for other people listening that maybe are like oh yeah i don't want to do you know fly fishing golf or disc golf like I, I wonder if there are more things like the gymnastic thing or like, I don't know. Pottery. What if you wanted there's to... a pottery class in town? Like, okay. That's a great like, example. There's, there's plenty of like great things like that that are like intended for people to learn them at a slightly older age. Like, like what else? Cause you say plenty and I'm trying to think painting. Like, okay. Like they're mostly like, like arts. Uh, yeah. I, I, Cause I was going to say like arts. Sure. But what like, because it is harder to Beyond learn. Beyond that, I, I couldn't know, really like think something of a lot. Physical, probably. Like, like chess would be not an easy one to like. You couldn't go find like a chess club where well, you're going to learn with a bunch of older people. It's funny. That was in my brain because so, as someone who did chess club, you know, in like elementary yeah. school, you know. It, that like, was how you became like decent at chess. Yeah. Like same here, like chess club, middle mm-hmm. school and elementary school. Like, But I wonder. If I didn't have that. What about like, I know like bouldering and like rock climbing is a thing now. Yeah, for a lot that's of people, a good one like, to like pick up at an older age. Um I'm trying to think like reading. You can't read. You got to learn. <laughs> right. That's a tough one. If you don't know how to do that now, you might need like professional help. But uh, yeah, I, I think like learning a language would be something you can learn at like hmm. an older age and like nobody's going to judge you. Even like, um, so I guess like certain types of workout stuff, like or, sure. or athletic workout, activities, yeah. even like uh, cycling. A lot of like young people don't take up cycling, but like a lot of people in like their 20s and 30s, like pick it up and then like carry that through like later in life. Mm-hmm. And so like it's easier to find somebody who's going to like teach you the ins and outs of cycling and like be like 
not judge you for being a novice. Like, sure. Where other things, that's more difficult. I think like other types of workout classes, like where like you're going to go for the first time and the instructor's like expecting people to come for the first time to learn it. Like, yeah. That's, and that's I guess an like example, that is true. But... Like the point, you know, of those classes is to learn and you do need like an instructor, you know, like I, cause we were talking about that, how anything that we're thinking of, you know, in theory, I could go watch a YouTube video about how to, you know, how to, not how to same, get good no. at baseball or something. But like, yeah, yeah. Like you would need an instructor. And I do think too, now that I think about it, like everything you mentioned is relatively <sighs> basic in the sense of like yeah. cycling. There's not, there's no rules, right? Like unlike yeah. a game, no, I think of, there's just like the proper setup and yeah, stuff like that. Unlike like, a game of like, you know, you like to go learn rugby. how to play. Like, I'm not yeah, going to go learn rugby. Exactly. Like there's a lot of stuff going on or like cricket, you know, we talk uh, about cricket too much on this podcast <laughs> for how little we know about it. No, no, it's, uh, that's how we're going to learn. We're going to give ourselves, well, I guess that's not true. That's an echo chamber of, <laughs> of not knowing that we're just going <laughs> to well, continue to not know. But like it, this conversation has brought up like an interesting idea in my head about the future of learning and how like it may change as time goes on. Like I'm thinking about virtual reality Mm -hmm. and like um, uh, an AI coach in virtual reality. And like if, if virtual reality will like get to a point where it's like I can put on the headset and like sit down at a table with, with a chessboard in front of me with Mm -hmm. just like my pieces and, or virtual pieces i don't know sure this is all hypothetical yeah and like sit down and then a an ai instructor would populate on the other side of the table with my head like i have my headset on they'd populate and then they would walk me through how to play chess and i could play chess with them at different levels and they would like auto adjust to like how good i'm becoming to help me become better and they would teach me like different moves and stuff like that yeah like i think that would be cool and you could do that with with really anything I think it does become a little difficult with stuff like maybe racing I could see becoming difficult where it's like, hey, you kind of need like to actually sit in a car and like experience like more than just like this bubble, this fake bubble that you're in or like an extremely good simulator would be helpful in that situation. Yeah, maybe Uh, because there are like some legit like pilot chair type like flying simulator stuff that can be helpful. Yeah. it's curious because you say I wonder if slash when it'll get to that point. I bet there's already like pretty good VR chess, and I don't know about the like learning component of it. That but I bet you can that, go like, play like you know. And and I'm thinking of like even you know year back years ago like Wii Sports, like they kind of yeah. teach you like you could never sure, have bowled in your life and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's it's different for sure. Like you're not actually you know yeah throwing a runner out at home or like but that's you know, the evolution to... of it. Yeah, so it's it, it is like, like the, I think because I do think the learning part is maybe the harder bit. Like sure the physical part yeah. a little bit, but like again to learn like these natural mo- you know like I couldn't tell you like I couldn't really coach you how to throw a baseball. I was okay at no. coaching some friends how to throw a frisbee a little better. But yeah. there's some stuff where it's like, I don't know. Like, if you don't know how to throw a football at this point, it's kind of yeah. hard to learn unless someone's really willing yeah. to, like, walk you through. To show you how. But, mm-hmm. like, with that the VR thing I'm talking about, like, I envision the world where you put on that headset and you have, like, a football and a net. Like, it's obviously some kind of investment here to, like, <laughs> make this happen. But, like, the football's got, like, some kind of sensor in it. 
so that like you can tell where it's being thrown and stuff like that and like the little vr coach pops up and they're like okay like it can see where your hand is at on the ball and mm-hmm. like coach you on okay you're putting your hand here let's go ahead and try putting it over here okay your elbows moving like this like let's try moving it like this like here's a drill to kind of get you moving in the correct motion like same thing with baseball and batting like they could tell you what you're doing wrong and how to correct it like have you I seen see that potentially like, being really cool i don't know if you've watched much tv recently but because i watch like you know major league baseball they are having a lot of commercials or like there's a commercial running right now that is and i don't know if it's like a like like some of the commercials for the metaverse where it's like a concept yeah. commercial if that makes sense sure. you know like i get so confused by those like i need to you know, they need to label what's real and what's not on <laughs> yeah them, like coming soon or you know don't hey, get my hopes up. right uh, you know down the line but there is one for oculus like the the vr headset that's like mm-hmm. in partnership with mlb and like you put the headset on but then they're like it has people tying or hooking or i think it it looks like they're like taping so it looks rudimentary and not like quite there yet but it might be that they are just like attaching the like controller like the handheld controller to the end of a baseball bat and standing in their living room and like doing batting practice beating and, like, their living room to shreds <laughs> right you'd have to be <laughs> real careful but no it looks like they are like doing batting practice with oculus and that's exactly what you're talking about like you know yeah. hey look you you know you keep shanking them. You keep hitting, you know, line drive. And I don't know how, you know, how good that would be. Like, I feel like it would be really, I think that's the next step, right? Of how much can you actually learn in a VR setting of like, like one of the yeah. meta commercials I'm seeing is when they're you like need to doing step into like real world situations. Well, yeah. And they're doing surgery with like a VR headset. It's oh like, yeah. Oh man. Like what if it's, what if it's off better, a little bit? I better bit, not you know? be the first body they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably not. But like, you know, it's, if I was doing like Wii Sports, notoriously, it's like, oh man, I swung you know at the right time. Like, what if you're not actually? Oh man, I threw the yet? bowling ball behind me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. It's like, oh, all I did was miss a button. You know, you can't miss a button in heart surgery. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so I don't well, know. Well, in like, it is a good question because like I think I maybe have talked about this like a long, long time ago on the podcast. Maybe not. Maybe like I just talked to you about it. Maybe I just talked to somebody else about it. Doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Um, but I was thinking about like the education system and like how expensive it is to go to college and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also like for me, the most expensive part of my college, like because I went to a state school, wasn't the education part. It was the living expenses and mm-hmm. like the, the meal plan and the housing at IU was more expensive than my schooling, which was interesting, stupid, first yeah. of all. Um, <laughs> but like I was thinking about a world where it would obviously be a different college experience and everything like that. But like, let's say somebody had limited funds, but they could go purchase a, an Oculus or meta thing, mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. Put it on their head. And when they put it on their head, they could enter their classroom and they like actually sat in a seat and like in the classroom, their face popped up on a screen. And so like the, per- like there would be other re- physical students in that classroom with the professor teaching, but then there would be virtual students in that classroom that like were at home had their headset on and could like raise their hand and ask a question or the professor could call on them to answer a question like that would actually have like actual participation with this live classroom and with their other students in the classroom yeah and i mean i think like like you were saying there's a lot of you know like the ifs and buts and like the, oh what would about it be the good? i don't know right yeah, what about like the in-person so stuff but like as someone yeah. who has has done a ton of virtual learning throughout my career like 
uh, from K through high school, like I had, I basically did school online and like, I wasn't homeschooled, but I did a a lot of my classes from home on a computer kind of self-taught. And then obviously like if you go to college, like a a handful of the classes are online classes, you know, even if they have a live lecture, you know, sometimes those are good. Sometimes you just get like the professor that recorded a video for 15 minutes and (laughs) says, here, watch this lecture. And it's not very helpful. And I think that like, I like that idea a lot and think it would be effective, but I think that the, you know, the only downside, if you will, or, you know, the only, I'm sure there's a lot of downsides, but one of the biggest downsides is just that like, it might not be for everyone. You know, people might not oh, be for sure not. like yeah, I think it has great to be in that environment. Yeah. And you'd have yeah. to have to do what like works for you. But I, I think the idea of like stuff like that is really promising and kind of cool. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, thinking of, just myself like again this all sort of stemmed from a we did a lot of fun kid stuff and had a good time like this is really we've weird really remember how good it was to be a kid ways. like <laughs> i was gonna say we've transitioned pretty far in this well, conversation somehow i mean yeah yes and no but it's like okay like if i wanted to oh, pick yeah. up a hobby as an adult like what's you know what's the easiest way to do it it's weird to think that maybe doing it you know in vr might be an option as you know yeah. as is like because going and playing people are also scared to be judged doing a new thing right, and that, if you're yeah. vr with an ai <laughs> coach you don't have to be afraid of that yeah true you can cuss them out you can you know turn on turn it off you can have a bad day like because yeah if i'm going and like that's that's the like so one thing that does come to mind and I'll, this might be one of my last points because i feel like i'm i don't know like i don't know enough you know all i know is i can't go join like a little league team as an adult yeah if i could yeah. oh my well, goodness i would crush homers left and right on those kids or no maybe kidding. not as i learned the other day <laughs> <laughs> well but you could go join like an athletic club and play with people who are really good at that sport and are our age yeah and like and that would already. suck too it's yeah. not a learning experience right so that would not be good so what i'm thinking of too is like what is something that is sort of adult and not and i just remembered that i used to take karate as a kid but they also had like adults in the class. So that's like, what I was gonna say. Is I my, think that one is like completely acceptable yeah, for older like, people to go join. Right. My dad and I would do like we were in class at the exact same time, and I I'm sure they had you know some high like as you got way better like adult stuff. But like sure. all the beginners were relatively like beginnerish at the same time, and like you said, that was more like acceptable. Whereas there's you know you can't really do that with some you other. You can't sign up for T-ball. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're not going to let you. They're not going to. But if I, what if I show them, like, a fake birth certificate? I don't hit the T half the time. Yeah. <laughs> can I show them, like, a birth, like a fake birth certificate that's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm still in eighth grade. Like, I, can I join your basketball team? What's the, <laughs> oh, gosh, why am I drawing a blank on this? The movie where, like, it's basically that thing. And, like, the guy is, like, 30 years old and he's playing baseball against, like, these kids who play baseball. Oh, oh no. I know! This I know that there's really a movie bad. for that, which is weird because I know that there's movies the other way, like you know, like like Mike and you know all the movies where the kids yeah. are in well, like the. This one's not about <laughs> like that leagues. guy. This one's about like a group of older friends. One friend like pees in a bottle. Somebody tells him not to drink it because it's not apple juice. Oh, I do not oh, know what, what movie is the movie. <laughs> Oh wait, is it the uh, bench warmers where they're playing? Yes, yeah, exactly. okay, no, that's right. Yes. I did. Yeah, that is a bunch of adults <laughs> against a bunch of bunch of little leaguers. But then they also because that's that's a funny movie because it does get meta with it, where it's like they, you know, there are rules about okay, why are there? Yeah. If I remember, I've seen it once. Rachel, that's one of her it's favorite movies. It's been a movies, long so. time. I don't yeah. even know why it came to my brain. 
That's really funny. So yeah, unless you have a bench warmer situation, it's typically not okay to you know go try out little league baseball and get good. Um, but yeah, it's you know who knows. Yeah, maybe I've been thinking about signing up for Pee Wee football this fall. Oh yeah, just get some you know get some pads <laughs> and show those kids who's boss. <laughs> exactly. Be careful, they'll get you right at the knees. Low man wins in football. <laughs> that might be a <laughs> that might be a problem for you, Josh. <laughs> it'd be tough it'd be tough yep. these old knees since i'm in my later years yeah right in our later years maybe this whole conversation is just like why parents have kids and like live vicariously through them you know like like teaching <laughs> them so to right. get home runs and like, like coaching you know and, i always, yeah. i want to play baseball but i can't okay kid yeah. here you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah like come on johnny we're going to play catch we're going <laughs> we're setting up the tee we're you know we're hitting till the sun goes down but exactly. that's how it goes exactly. but <laughs> Speaking of the sun going down, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, the folks? With, talk to the um, folks about with before we wrap this thing up. Did you stick it to the man at all this week? I gave my fact of the week. If you had anything in particular, I'm gonna go with. I went and got ice cream the other day, and I've eaten it for the last three days, and it was a small because it was such a big small. Yeah. Hey, Does that's, that count? That's pretty good. Um, I I would say that like buy camping food is a pretty good sticking it to the man like we did not spend a lot on no i was gonna say like we did not spend a lot on hot dogs pepperoni a loaf of bread and like mozzarella cheese we probably weren't eating the healthiest so thank goodness for that squash but you know (laughs) camping food and pudgy pie irons you You just needed potatoes evan where were the potatoes Ah, that's true hey we had potato salad and that was delicious but uh, moral of the story is even the most like childish camping food and childish activities can sometimes be good for adults (laughs) heck yeah heck yeah all righty well thank you all so much for joining us this week this has been the life is funny podcast and we will catch you the next one bye everybody see ya